Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Jace, 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 Dedeker, how are we you have, doing today? We have fused and become one person's <laughs> name. Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jace. It's going to make things a little bit more difficult as far as travels. Well, maybe it makes things easier for just one person. Yeah, buy half as many tickets. That's true. Easier to schedule things. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of traveling, I am great, but I'm also really jet lagged, as I often am, because I just got back to the States to visit my family for the holiday times. And uh, yeah, excited to be here. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm still in the States. Nothing exciting to report. Yeah, you're here. boring. <laughs> boring. No new updates. Yeah. How about you, Emily? How are you doing? So it's my day off here in Shanghai. I wish I could show you all out there the air quality because it's not good. It's not Can you good. You paint a word, a word picture of the a air quality. A word picture is the sky looks like it were overcast, but it's not actually. It's just the <laughs> smog, and the smog descends into the city like a mist. But the mm. mist is not a mist; it's smog. <laughs> that's good. So, I like that. That's my word that's picture for Pulitzer you. Surprise level there. That's really Basically, good. Basically. I'm a vocalist and I have to sing for a living while I'm out here. And it's hard to sing and take a deep breath. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, especially well, when you're outside. Yeah. How about Bible yeah. reading? Bible reading, I don't have to take as deep of breaths. It's not as long of phrases. And they're <laughs> not like short, sung. Short, quick breaths. Thank goodness yes. they're not sung yet. <laughs> Haven't gotten to the singing portion of the Bible. Exactly. There Although is a whole book for that. Although I'm very much hoping for an eventual episode that's our bonus episode that you all will talk to me about like Bible songs or, oh, or yeah. just songs that mm. are biblical or songs that are like Christian or something. Oh, and then yeah. maybe we can have a kumbaya. Yeah, I feel like we're going to hit a lot more of those when we get to the New Testament. But there are definitely some that we're going to cover in the next few books. Here. You know what? There's a lot of kid songs that are Old Testament based, though. That's a good point. Really? Yeah, that's oh, true. like Abraham. Well, yes, like Father Abraham. But I mean, like. The Lord told Noah there's going to be a floody, floody. Do you know that one? Oh, gosh. Yeah. We didn't sing that one, but I, I knew some friends who would sing that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. Okay, yeah, that's a good that's a good idea for bonus content. And there's also like Joshua yeah. Fit the Battle of Jericho. Yeah. Which we haven't uh, yeah. gotten to yet, but that's a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. It seems like there's lots okay. of, we're ripe with children's content for the Old Testament. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so interesting. They got to yeah. make it interesting for the kids somehow. So, so today we are reading Exodus chapters 10, 11, and 12, another mm. three chapters. Continuing on with the story of Moses, Emily, do you have any idea what happened last time or has the smog addled your brain to the point where you can't remember? <laughs> At least mildly. Yeah, there were a bunch of plagues. Plagues yeah. for days, just plagues yeah, yeah. all over the place. Do you remember and what kind of plagues happened? There were frogs, there were lice. There was blood. There were. What happened with the blood? It came out of the ground and it was the water, but it not water. It was blood. The rivers turned to blood, but yeah, close. Yeah, same thing. And uh, <laughs> okay. lice in people's hair, and also in the cattle's hair. Didn't cattle die? <laughs> the, the hair of the cattle. Oh. The hair of the cattle. Cattle did die, but from a different plague. Do you remember what that one was? I thought that. Wait, now I'm confused. Leprosy? No. Well, there were boils. There were boils <laughs> uh -huh. that happened. Ew. But I thought oh, that yeah. the cattle just, like, that was one of the plagues was just cattle dying. No, the cattle no? got killed by something. Did they? Yeah. Why what? It fell from the sky. Oh, the hail? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought the... that that was just, I thought it was just the wheat that got crushed and the cattle died. No, the cattle, of, of the people who didn't heed the warnings and bring them inside, mm, which was basically all of the not Hebrews. I see, I see, yeah. I see. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a rough time for everyone. And still, still, 
Pharaoh was like, mm, nah. Yeah. Mm, he was a nah. real jerk. The magicians yeah. fell out of the running, though. The magicians, like, two or three plagues in, were like, we can't beat this. I think yeah. they, they stuck it out for a good five, six plagues, oh, but then you, they finally oh, you couldn't think do so? it anymore. Okay. I, don't, I feel yeah. like it wasn't until the last plague that they were like, I don't know. And that's when Pharaoh was like, okay, you can do your thing. And then Moses fixed it all, and he was like, JK, you can't. JK. Um, <laughs> well, what are we drinking today? Oh, man, I have this Bordeaux <laughs> called Horse Number One from, <laughs> I think, France, but I bought it in Asia, in China. And I've had it for a couple days, and it's starting to turn, so I'm having some gently turned wine. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Gently. Just gently. I love it when the sommelier comes to your table and they're like, would you care for our gently turned selection? I can't recommend it highly it's, enough. It's 15% off. What if, yes, yes, exactly. It would be like really expensive wines, but after they've turned and so it's cheaper. Yeah. So it's like you can taste a really expensive wine just a little bit off. Yeah. So, yeah, all I can say is that last night, one of my coworkers, he's going through a divorce. We wish him luck but he brought his wine over that he thought that he was going to have for his anniversary this year. Oof. Gosh. But it was a cab that he brought to Shanghai instead to have with friends instead of his no longer wife. Uh, and it was great. Mm. It was so good. Oh, so good. yes yeah. for that. That's it was awesome. not gently turned. I hear divorce makes it even sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. What uh, about you two? Well, I'm drinking also some wine this is a delicious boxed wine and i made up a little theme song for it it goes um provisions it's boxed wine for hipsters and moms that's good hey we've had provisions on this show before yeah i think yeah yeah Yeah. oh okay okay i'm glad that you've had all this time to come up with a jingle for them yeah yeah it's pretty good i'm hoping that some of them are listening and they're like we gotta hire that guy to market (laughs) this that was copyrighted tm 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 copyright c (laughs) so like hit me up provisions if you want that theme song i'll give you a good rate what about you guys oh my gosh Um, well since i'm back in my homeland i have some jack daniels with me right there you go and i was what could be more american than that i don't want to drink jack daniels by itself and maybe i could have it with some coke like oh but it's like it's 10 o'clock at night i don't want to have coke and i open up the fridge and lo and behold the lord heard my plea and what was in the fridge but some caffeine-free, caffeine-free coke. coke. Really? What? Yes. yes. Does that exist? I didn't even know that it existed. Does. <laughs> yeah, some caffeine-free coke. It's like I'm in Utah or something. I was like, wow. oh, the Lord has provided for me to drink today. Yeah. So. It's like, well done, Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was going to make a reference, but we haven't gotten there yet, so I'll save it. Oh. And with that, oh. should we get into this? Let's do it. Yes. But before we start, we want to remind all of our listeners to read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please don't do both at the same time, especially if it's gently turned. <laughs> Every sip so. I take is yeah. just like a bit of a hard time, but that's okay. You don't have to drink a gently no, turned wine I bought, if you really don't You know don't what? Want I to. bought it with my hard-earned singing <laughs> money. I am drinking this <laughs> bottle of wine. All right. All right. All Here right. we go. And with that... I will start us out with Exodus 10. Yahweh said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these my signs in the midst of them and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and of your son's son what things I have done to Egypt and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know that I am Yahweh. By the way, wait, I, uh, this, is, this is Yahweh. Who's the son? Yeah, wait, what son is he talking about? Yeah, Just like even any like random son? I don't think we've gotten a name drop on Mero's son, much less his son's son. I know, I was confused about that. I think what he's saying is, you're going to go to Pharaoh and I've hardened his heart specifically so I could do these badass things so that then you can eventually what? tell your sons and their sons and there will be stories about my greatness. 
Okay, okay, okay. So he's basically like giving you a reason as to why Pharaoh keeps being like, nah, we're not doing this. And Yahweh is just like, yeah, it was me. It was me the whole time. Like, obviously, I was the reason why, so that I can show you all the cool things that I can do. Yeah, that's pretty much. ridiculous. Well, we, we talked about this last time, right? We're like, God's been gone for a while, hasn't been doing much, and so needed to like come in with a bang, right? And really show but off. But is it that he, it's it's taken him a while to warm up, and so maybe he didn't actually intend for Pharaoh's heart to be hardened, maybe. but he's kind of now retconning that, or he's like, no, 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 this is all in my plan. It's all in my plan. No, trust me, it's of all course. in my plan. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's all God's right. plan. Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and said to him, This is what Yahweh, the God of the Hebrews, says. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. Or else, if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the surface of the earth, so that, no, so that one won't be able to see the earth. They shall eat the oh residue of that which has escaped. Wait, hang on. Wait. Residue of that which has escaped. I'm really scared to wonder what that, what residue he might be referring to. It'll make sense. It'll make sense. Okay. The locust they shall, residue? They shall eat the residue of that which has escaped, which remains to you from the hail. Because the ha- like the residue of their crops that are left after the hail destroyed everything. And shall uh, they're, wait. They're, okay, okay. Anything that survived the hail is going to be eaten by the locusts. Yeah, is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, now I get it. That's, that's a really cold. odd way of putting it. But <laughs> I feel like you guys forget how to read this Bible after each <laughs> every week. time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reading other things, and like they actually know how to write. So sometimes <laughs> oh, like I'm like, normal Whoa. things written in for our normal world and our modern <laughs> yeah, age. Yeah, exactly. Normal human English. Yes. Yeah. And shall eat every tree which grows for you out of the field. Your houses shall be filled, and the houses of all your servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, as neither your fathers nor your fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth to this day. Wait, are they talking about filled with locusts? Yes. Yeah, just like the frogs. How the frogs were all up in everything. Yeah. But that's like, I know from experience that that's like the worst. You've lived through a plague of locusts? Well, no, but cicadas, and it's Mm, basically the same thing. I think, or were they locusts? I don't know. It was in Ohio. All I'm saying is that like getting out of the car when all the locusts slash cicadas are hoarding you and trying to like get in on you. And then trying to get back in the car and they're clinging to your hair. It is the uh, worst thing I have ever had. That does happen. sound pretty nightmarish. It's very um, Hitchcock. Yes. Yeah. It's like birds, but with locusts. Yeah. I think that might have been locusts. Because I remember at some point when I was younger in Iowa, we had a locusts one summer or fall or I forget what season they're it was. They're so awful. And it <laughs> might have been might have been a similar time. They might have swept across the whole Midwest. They are the 17-year cicadas that happen in in Ohio. Oh. Yep, that's the... Oh, okay. Okay, I remember not, that. Not now. better, because they're they're like jeweled, like scarab-type things, and they're yeah. horrifying. They do look pretty horrifying. One is fine. 10 million, not so much, you know? Yeah. You yep. know. Looks like there's also some 13-year ones. There's... Seems like, yeah, there's kind of different cicada cycles that happen in Ohio. Yeah, well, and the, the, sometimes the periods of those will match up with each other, where you'll get, like, oh, the 17 so years cicada? and the 13 years and the, like, five years and the two years cool. all at the same time, and then it's just... Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. So basically... Be, the Midwest is a horrifying place, is all that I'm saying. Don't go to Ohio if you can help it. Yeah, well, Jason and I both went to college there. That's true. <sighs> that must be what they're talking about here. So it's like the, all the cycles have lined up in Egypt, and now they're getting mm. the most locusts ever. He turned and went out from Pharaoh. Pharaoh's servant said to him, How long will this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve Yahweh their God. Don't you yet know that Egypt is destroyed? Moses What is this servant voice? You know, they're like the very they're like little they're like little house elves scurrying around the palace. Oh, they're I see. Of... So they're little dobbies. Yeah, they're little dobbies, and now they're like begging, like, please give us a sock and just let us leave this terrible <laughs> yeah, place. Like if you're not going to anything, is better to... than this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh, and he said to them, "Wait, no, no, Joyce. This is your. This nope. is not no longer servant voice. I know that they did not close it with quotation marks, but I believe that they were intending to. They took quotation marks from this section where they belong and put them in other sections where there are like six billion of them." Uh, yeah, you're right. They they misplaced some quotation marks. Yes. Okay, shit. Damn. All right. So don't you yeah know that Egypt is destroyed? And then Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go, serve Yahweh your God. But who are those who will go? Moses said, We will go with our young and our old and our sons and with our daughters and with our flocks and with our herds we will go, for we will hold a feast to Yahweh. I love at this point, Pharaoh's like, who's going to go? And Moses is like, have I not been clear? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to spell this out to it's you again? freaking everyone. Okay. He said to them, Yahweh be with you if I will let you go with your little ones. See, evil is clearly before your faces. Not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve Yahweh, for that is what you desire. Okay, so okay, so Pharaoh's like, no, 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 no. You are not taking everyone with you. I am wise to your schemes. Like you're so just you're gonna, gonna take some, yeah, just some yeah. able-bodied men. You're gonna leave, you know, the people you care about behind because I need to make sure that you come back. Yeah, because he's saying like, oh well, all of us we're gonna bring our flocks and our kids and our families. Yeah, and, and that's and why and Pharaoh's like, like no, no, no. Do you think I was born yesterday? <laughs> right. They were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Is this the same Pharaoh that was like his daddy growing up? No. In like movie renditions, usually the way they tell it is that like this Pharaoh is the like the Pharaoh who was a kid that grew up with Moses, like as his mm. foster oh, brother. Right. So, well, so that's how they create like drama. That's how they create drama. And like in the Ten Commandments, it's like, just drama because like they've always hated each other since they were small. But in the Prince of Egypt, they kind of play it more that they were very close when they were young. And that's why this is really difficult because now they're like on opposite sides, essentially. Hashtag Yul Brenner. Yeah. Hashtag Yul Brenner, yes, uh, for the Ten Commandments. But none of that's but in no, Yeah, here. none of that's corroborated by the Bible. That's just how Hollywood has kind of chosen to play it out. We don't know which okay. Pharaoh this is. I don't think it's the same Pharaoh that would have been his dad. Right. Dad, Adopted dad, dad or granddad or whatever. <laughs> Daddy, daddy, daddy. Okay. <laughs> Yahweh said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts that they may come up on the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail has left. God is trying to clarify for you guys if you didn't quite yeah. catch before. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there's the hail, yeah. which I forgot about. Moses stretched forth his rod over the land. <laughs> I bet he did. I think we drink for that. Okay, fine. <laughs> for sure. Stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt, and Yahweh brought an east wind on the land all that day and all the night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I read this next sentence wrong. I thought it said the locusts went all up over the land of Egypt. But it's... <laughs> they went all up over that land. Shit. <laughs> the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and there rested in all the borders of Egypt. They were very grievous. Oh, geez. These locusts <laughs> had an attitude, let me tell you. Not only were they annoying, but they would just get up all up in your face, cursing you out, calling you names. Yeah. Trying to steal trying to steal your girlfriend. It was terrible. Yeah. Had your kids, had your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Before them, there were no such locusts as they. Neither after them shall be such. Wow. So clearly, like the most locusts in the history of everything. Mm -hmm. I really yes. like that turn of phrase. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be like. Neither after them shall be such. Yeah. Right. Like you like, OK, you say you make uh, some food, so cookies for someone and you're like, seriously, cookies? try these. These are like the best cookies you will ever have. And never after will shall be such. And never after <gasps> uh, them shall be such. I don't know. That's kind of like cursing the person to never have good cookies again. Hmm. Yeah. Cookies. You know, it's a little bit negative. Maybe if you're trying to pressure someone to have the cookies that you made and they're like, okay. no, I'm fine. And you're like, never after shall be <laughs> such cookies as these. <laughs> 
For they covered the surface of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they ate every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. There remained nothing green, either tree or herb of the field, through all the land of Egypt. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against Yahweh your God and against you. Now, therefore, please forgive my sin again and pray to Yahweh your God that he may also take away from me this death. He went out from Pharaoh and prayed to Yahweh. Really? He didn't even try to bargain that time? He's just like, okay. Yeah, we've been here before where Pharaoh's yeah, exactly. like, this really sucks. Please pray for me. And then Moses prays. And then he comes back and Pharaoh's like, psych. Psych! Yeah. Well, it's okay. Yahweh turned an exceeding strong west wind, which took up the locusts and drove them into the Red Sea. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> there remained not one locust in all the borders of Egypt. I was just like, I'm going to take these locusts, throw them in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Garbage locusts. <laughs> Garbage locusts. But Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart. Can we drink Why? every time Pharaoh's heart gets hardened? Sure. That's yes, ridiculous. for sure. Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he didn't let the children of Israel go. See, I like in this chapter, this is the first time that they're like, well, Yahweh hardened his heart. It was Yahweh's doing. Mm. It's like somebody was like, wait a minute. Couldn't well, they, God they, just no, make him do this? They did. They said that at the beginning, that like at the burning bush, Yahweh was like, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart and he's not going to let your people go. And oh. then I'm going to They're just really driving it off. home this time. I yeah. Think. I yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. I think we're going into another one here. Yahweh said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward the sky that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. Whoa, that's, that's not even a thing, but I'm going to make it because I'm Yahweh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? Okay. Moses stretched forth his hand toward the sky, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They didn't see one another. Neither did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Okay. So, all right. Every other plague so far... We're like, okay, this could have been just like some fortuitous timing of natural events. What the heck is this? Um, have you ever gotten an explanation of what this is about? Uh, wait, an explanation? The only explanation that I'm going to get from like my church is just that, yeah, this is what God did. It's a miracle. But you guess, mean as in like possible yeah. realistic explanations, like yeah, scientific like, explanations of what, what this could what, be? Like everything else is at least a real, I mean, I guess rivers turning into blood is not. It could have been the red tide. Yeah, but but we at least like get it. But like this, right. I'm like, what do you mean darkness you can feel? Could like, have been a black hole, a stray black hole. You know, one of those uh, black holes that pop wow. up Yeah, that occasionally, makes sense. That makes like, sense. Like just sucks all the light out of this very localized area. You know. I don't think it does make sense. <laughs> I think everyone would be <laughs> perished. Emily, you weren't there. You don't know. All the earth was yeah, perished. Yeah, I don't think you were either. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Oh, man. Okay, Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go serve Yahweh. Only let your flocks and your herds stay behind. Let your little ones also go with you. Oh, okay. okay. So now he's he's like, okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Just go. Moses said, you must also give in to our hand sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice to Yahweh our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There <laughs> shall not a hoof be left behind. <laughs> for <laughs> There shall not a hoof be left behind, for of it we must take to serve Yahweh or our God, and we don't know with what we must serve Yahweh until we come there. I see. So they're going to show up and then Yahweh is going to be like that cow and that one and these three children go. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I guess God promised he wouldn't do that again after. after Did he but promise? You know what? Yeah. Did no, he, he promise? I, I do think that was part after of the Isaac Noah? thing. No, the Isaac. Uh, I'm forgetting. Abraham? Yes. Abraham and Isaac. I'm pretty sure that after that happened, God was like, after God was like, JK, don't do it. And I'll also don't do, we're not going to do that anymore. Pretty, okay. Pretty sure. sure that I'll happened. trust you. Maybe, I'll trust you. Maybe that was all just what was told to me later on, but 
I think that's what was said. This must be really convoluted for you guys because <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to remember things that were said to you in your youth and then also read this Bible that has different things than what you remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're like, what is real? What is life? What is happening? <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. This podcast is definitely making me question my life. I will say that <laughs> yeah. much. What is what is life? What is my life? What is real? What is life? What is happening? But Yahweh, uh, get your drinks ready. But Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart, uh, and he wouldn't let them go. Of course. Why don't they just walk out? Can they just like stage a mass exodus? Well, I think they're kind of hoping for the title for... of this book. <sighs> yes, I think they are kind of hoping for like Pharaoh's permission so that it's like we don't have to do like a slave revolt where like people are gonna die you know yeah they're trying to get out peacefully i guess yeah because it seems like it's gonna be just too much of a risk to try to just leave you know right pharaoh said to him get away from me be careful to see my face no more for in the day you see my face you shall die dang moses said you have spoken well I will see your face no more. Oh my and he did a talk to the okay. hand and he walked out. Wow. Is that was, Moses, that was I don't something. know how I feel about this vocal interpretation of Moses being like the Southern gay boy. I was thinking of him. I wasn't thinking of him as a gay boy, but like of a, a Southern like Baptist preacher. It's kind of. Oh, kind of what that I was thinking dog? for. I see. I still don't know if I'm into it. I was trying to picture a sort of scrawny guy, you know, oh. who's who has a little quaver in his voice. A little quaver, but it's got some fervor behind yeah, his yeah, voice. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Now I'm okay. Now I have the image. I also don't know if I'm doing Aaron or Moses. I keep saying Moses, but it might actually be Aaron. It's true. Oh, oh yeah. There's a video going around of this guy, like hooked up to a rig where he flies through the audience. Have you seen this video? Mm-mm. He's preaching and flying. Like you do. I mean, why And it not? was like, it was like this preacher thinks that he's Beyonce. <laughs> wow. And he's flying through the crowd and speaking. It's really funny. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it, what the funny thing here is that it's like Pharaoh's finally like, okay, take everything, take your belongings, take your children, take your little ones and just go. But the cows... No, I cannot let you also take the cows. Sorry. Well, that's... that's like the only food left in Egypt, I guess. Oh, that's true. These huh. gross cows that have boils on them. No, 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 no. no, they, no. Didn't, they the, didn't get this. The, the Israelites' cows oh, are fine. Yeah, that's these true. These non-gross cows that are beautiful. Mm, that's <laughs> these true. These beautiful, beautiful cows, as opposed to all the hailed to death boiled dead cows ca- that the, the, the boily oh, boiled cows. hailed cows. Yeah. Oh. I know, it's very sad. Trust me. All right, well, Exodus chapter 11. Here we go. Do it. Yahweh said to Moses, yet one plague more. One plague more. (laughs) (laughs) One plague more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to be able to listen to that song now without thinking of one plague more. (laughs) You're you, Jackman. (laughs) One plague more. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yet one plague more will I bring on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. When he lets you go, he will surely thrust you out altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people and let them ask every man of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor, jewels of silver and jewels of gold. What does that what? mean? Like ask what? them for... Ask them for their expensive Silver and stuff? gold? Or is he like, oh, there's that Carol. Wait, what? Which carol? What carol is it where they talk about silver and gold? What is that carol? Well, there's the we song. We sing it, Jace. There's a Is different... it Bring It Torch? Oh, maybe. I can promise you whatever carol you're thinking of, it is not referencing this. No, Are you it, sure? No, I, I don't think it is. 99.9% sure it is not referencing this particular verse. Yeah, it's a Christmas carol, so it's probably more New Testament style. Yeah. All right, fine, yeah. fine. But what but, about like bring good, a torch, Jeanette, Isabella? Yeah, it's all it's all New Testament stuff, pretty much at Christmas. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. Basically, the only Christmas carol. Wait, does O Come O Come Emmanuel count as a Christmas carol? 
Yes, we sang it. Oh, come, oh, come. Okay, yes, yeah, that are. one. <laughs> that one is technically an Old Testament. That's true. Re- referencing Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's true. That's yes. true. I wonder if Ten. there are other examples. You know what? Listeners, tweet at us or comment on our Patreon page. If you can think what of other... What about Coventry Carol? If you can think of other Christmas carols, that's also New Testament, pretty sure. Damn it. But like, think of Christmas carols that are actually about the Old Testament. You know, okay. I, I can't. I can't yeah. think of any others. I think that he is equating the people to jewels of silver and jewels of gold, like it's a metaphor for the people. I don't think so because earlier okay. on with the burning bush, he was <laughs> lo- listen because earlier on with the burning bush, he was talking about the fact that like we're gonna like despoil the Egyptians of all their stuff, and so I think he's now just like go and extort silver and gold from your poor ass Egyptian neighbors. It's just weird that he doesn't give them like terms. It's not like go ask them for silver and gold in order in exchange to, for, for some food anything. or anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Yahweh gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Oh, so the Egyptians are now into them. Wait. Okay. Hang on. I'll just keep reading. Moreover, the man Moses was a fair, was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. Well, that's good. They so, turned around. Well, everyone except Pharaoh, I guess. Yes. Okay. Because the Pharaoh's servants just... were right. You know, dobbying and being like yes, the dobby lobby. They were like, well, <laughs> let them go. Don't you see we're destroyed? Right. Okay. Moses said, "This is what Yahweh." Okay, hang on. All right, right. Baptist preacher, you said. Uh, Yeah, this is what Yahweh. I don't know. No, no, no. This is what Yahweh says. About midnight. But now this is him doing Yahweh's voice. Gosh, dang it! About midnight, I will go out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. See, it is it is Coventry Carol. Wait, Coventry Carol sting about firstborns dying? Yes, it's the dead baby song. Wait, what? How does it give us some words? Hit us with the words. Lule the little tiny child. Bye bye, Lule, Lule. Sorry, this is the alto part. Yeah, that's not helpful. <laughs> Wait, okay, just hang on. Tell hang us on. The hang on. Lule the little tiny. Oh, sisters, too, how may we do for to preserve this day those poor younglings for whom we sing bye bye, Lule, Lule? It's about the dead babies. That's because, Emily, this is not the first time in the Bible that babies are killed. Not the last time, you mean? Yes, not the last time that babies are killed. It's going to happen again. Well, and it's referring to it's an- happened before. It will happen again. It's <laughs> yes, Battlestar Galactica and the Bible. Yes, so it's referring to the, another time. Yeah, gosh, that is a good right, good ear though. Good ear for sure. A lot of imagery recurring, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Okay, here I go again. This is what Yahweh says: About midnight, I will go into the midst of Egypt. And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the maidservant who is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of cattle. Geez, the firstborn of the cows, I didn't too? remember that. That sucks. I didn't remember that either. I didn't even know that it applied to animals, too. Geez, okay. Yeah. There shall be a great cry throughout the land of Egypt, such as there has not been nor shall be any more. But against any of the children of Israel, a dog won't even bark or move its tongue. Dogs won't even bark at the Israelites. Wow. Against man or animal, that you may know that Yahweh makes a distinction between the Egyptians and Israel. All these your servants shall come down to me and bow down themselves to me saying, get out. Okay, hang on. This is Moses quoting Yahweh, quoting the servants of Israel. Of uh, Pharaoh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they're kind of dobbyish. So it's like. No, this is the Israelite servants, not the Pharaoh's servants. So these could, this is a new voice. We haven't heard these before. Is it? No, I think that this is them addressing Pharaoh saying, all your Pharaoh's servants are going to come down to me. No, he's still talking to, to Moses. Well, we don't know who, wait, sorry. This is Moses saying what Yahweh said to him. I assume he's telling the other you know, the other Israelites about this, not... I assume so. Because he me, can't, because okay. he won't see Pharaoh's face again. He's not talking to Pharaoh. Right. Okay. He's not allowed to see Pharaoh's face. Okay. Uh, saying, get out and all the people who follow you. And after that, I will go out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's do you hear what I hear? Sorry. I just had to interrupt. Uh-huh. The, that's the, the line that ends with silver and gold. And that's what I was thinking of. Got it. Uh, okay. Yes. Do okay. you hear what I That one. Hear? Is that also about... Baby Jesus? 
Yeah, they reference yeah. the baby Jesus. The night yeah. wind to the little lamb. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's about yes, the nativity, the nativity scene. Yeah. Cool. It takes cool. some okay. liberties with how people heard about it, but you know. <laughs> Let me rewind the tape and get us back into the Old okay. Testament. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay. He went out from Pharaoh in hot anger. Yahweh said to Moses, What's Pharaoh, hot anger? Well, it's better than cold anger, I guess. You know, he's like steaming mad. Mm. Yahweh said to Moses, Pharaoh won't listen to you that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh and Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart and he didn't let the children of Israel go out of his land. Drink. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Good call. We got to be coming to the end of this, right? It's really ramping up. Well, we, we You didn't... said that there were like 50 chapters in this bitch? The... I mean, the end of this whole like plagues thing, because it's not going to be 50 chapters of plagues yes yeah. hope not no but i think didn't we uh yeah i think this is well i guess we don't know for sure it's the last but but yahweh said yet one more plague will i bring on pharaoh and on egypt right one plague more A- right, oh yeah I forgot. afterwards he will let you go so we yes. do know that that yes one plague more we do know we're approaching the end here guys Great. i'm okay. gonna learn the 10 commandments you are yeah. i don't know them do you know them off the top of your head i could probably could get probably most struggle of through them. it, but I might miss one or two. You shall not covet your daughter's wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's definitely nope, an old version of the it. Bible that I'm not familiar with. Are we ready to jump back in? Yeah. Oh, this is me this it's time. You. Cool. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I have to mentally prepare myself. Okay. Exodus twelve. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying This month shall be to you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. (laughs) Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to their father's houses, a lamb for the household. And if the household be too little for a lamb, then he and his neighbor next to his house shall take one according to the number of the souls. According to what everyone can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. I think okay. it's, it's really funny. To, you know, he says if the household be too little for a lamb, and I, I get that he's referring to it's number a of people. But I just, yeah, I just love that it's like the house can't even fit a lamb inside it. It's I know. like a house, house of mice where they're like, we can't host a lamb here. What are you thinking, Yahweh? Am I under to understand here that what he's saying is if you're, you know, your house is too small that you don't own a lamb or like don't have a lamb you could sacrifice, that you and your neighbor get together and put together the amount of food that all of the people in both of your households would eat and sacrifice that instead? I think, uh, I think that's, that's a, what he's that's saying. No I, think, no, I think it's the idea that like you and your neighbor pull your resources on getting a lamb, provided like one lamb is enough to feed everyone, I think. Mm. I see, provided that one lamb would feed all of both houses. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I say, okay. I okay. It. That makes sense. And that's how so, you make your, yeah. Okay. Take one according to the number of souls, according to what everyone can eat. Okay. Yes. I'm okay. glad we got that settled because I have not been doing that right each year <laughs> on the 10th of the month. <laughs> I hope you're not sacrificing any animals. Jeez, jeez. Hashtag not vegan. <laughs> Just eating animals, but not sacrificing them. Okay. So there's more provision, more like things that people have to okay. more lamb lamb stipulations. Yep. Yes, stipulations about the lamb. Your lamb shall be without a blemish, a male, a year old. Jeez, only men male, only men men only lambs, men lambs. Men. only boy lambs, <laughs> ma'am, boy lambs. I think it's boy lambs, bams, boy lambs. Yeah, <laughs> not bams, bams. bams yeah, bam, bam. You shall what? You shall take it from the sheep. Or from the goats. Oh, so it so could be a goat lamb. It can lamb. be a goat lamb. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> One That's of those. a goat lamb. Okay. And you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at evening. This is ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. I just... What? This just reminded me of, of a story. There was... Gosh, years ago, there was a woman that I dated 
who to told, regularly sacrifice lambs? lambs. Yeah, kind of. No, so she. What? Excuse you. What? She grew up. I wish I could remember the country, but she grew up in Africa somewhere, and growing up, she had a lamb, like a baby lamb, that was like her pet. And then I'm on, really scared of where this story is going. And then on this day, they did basically <gasps> this, like as a village, like killed and sacrificed that lamb. And she was so traumatized and upset by this uh, that she never ate meat again and was a vegetarian the yeah. rest of her life. Hashtag it vegetarian was a, vegan. It was probably I'd, 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 I'd. Is that a particular they, holiday? Yeah. Um, they, they practice it in a lot of Muslim countries. It's the festival of the sacrifice. It was, she was, yes, her father was Muslim. So Muslim, I think it yeah, must that's have been why. That. Yeah, I okay. was in Turkey a couple of times when I happened. Got um, it. And it's, it's different now. Like some people still will sacrifice animals and then like exchange the meat essentially with each other. But like, it's more about sacrificing something and like donating it to someone else. So sometimes hmm. people will just like donate money on that day if they don't want to sacrifice an animal. Got it. But yeah, wow. I, I ate some sacrificial lamb on Eid when I was in his temple. Yeah. But I feel like it was this sort of thing where it's like they had gotten it a certain amount of time beforehand and had to keep it for that amount of time and then killed it. Yeah. And that's when she got attached to it and, and was traumatized. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hashtag vegan. I'm happens. sad. Very sad. Okay. Well, let's keep talking about how this lamb is going to be sacrificed. <laughs> you Emily. shall keep it. Yes. I'm very sad that I got this chapter. And you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at evening. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two side posts and on the lintel, the lintel, the lintel, the lintel, on the not, houses. Not lentil. Not lentil, <laughs> but the lintel. It's even smaller than a lentil. It's a lintel. <laughs> On the houses in which they shall eat it. Okay, so they're supposed to, like, essentially the door frame is what they're okay. referring to, is you're supposed okay. to put the blood of the lamb on the door frame Yeah, the, of your house. Okay. The lintel is the beam over the door of the houses. Okay, so they shall eat the flesh in that night, roasted with fire and unleavened bread. I just watched that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah uh, Professor, Professor Brothers, Brothers thing again. Yeah. I actually showed it to my two... Um, to your mom? Uh, caroling, no, to my caroling friends. Your Christian oh. caroling cohorts? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't How know how it? well it was received, but <laughs> but I enjoyed it. And it's, hard to, <laughs> it's really hard to tell with any kind of religious comedy because it's like sometimes it's going to come across as like funnier because that's the target audience because they know what all the references are. Well, and, and they were laughing, but it was sometimes like, it's <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. That's the question with our show. It's like, <laughs> they might find it hilarious or, or not. I don't know. Yeah, we don't well, know. Here we are. Yes. A lot of them so, do, though. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Christians. Thank you. We appreciate you. So, unleavened bread. They shall eat it with bitter herbs. Don't eat it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roasted with fire, with its head, its legs, and its inner parts. <laughs> Emily, okay, Emily, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to nip this in the bud right now. We are talking thousands of years BC when veganism isn't really an option for people living this way. Like, it's just not. And then also on top of that, not only is veganism not an option, when they do kill an animal, they tend to use all of the parts of the animal. Well, thank God. So it's God. not as much of a waste. Like, we're and at it, a it's time not like they're they're mass producing these animals yes, to only at, use like they're not, a breast they're not, Yeah, of they're not it. pumping them full of hormones or things like that. Yes. Like we're at a time where it's not as feasible for human beings to take themselves <laughs> out of the food chain. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Okay. Like nobody's doing this because they're being an asshole to animals. They're doing this because this is what they need to do to survive. All I'm saying is 2018, Emily... <laughs> Hashtag vegan. Well, Hashtag you need sad. to. Okay, listen. You need to put yourself in 2018 BC, Emily. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, but that which remains of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. This is how you shall eat it: 
with Wait, your okay, loins sorry. girded. Need to stop again. You're like, okay, gird don't, your loins. They're like, eat all of it. Don't let any. But if you let any remain, then burn it up. Yes. Yeah, basically. Okay. Like you can't keep any leftovers. There will be no doggy bags after this feast. <laughs> this is so funny. This is how you shall eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you can only eat with one hand because well, the other hand will have a staff in it. Well, this is the thing, though. There's a reason for it. It's because what? it's like, because, okay, listen, normally you would eat like probably like sitting on the floor with your shoes off, just hanging out like for a mealtime. And this is like, you got to eat it ready to just like dine and dash, essentially. Yeah, apparently, okay, you shall eat it in haste. It is Yahweh's Passover. Okay. Yeah. Emily, do you know anything about Passover? You're about I had to. Some Jewish friends. Have you ever been to a Passover? No. Maybe. Well, this is this is what Passover is. This is the first Passover oh, right here. Wait, what first. does that mean? What does that mean? You, this what is, is what, it? Keep reading. We're going to yeah, learn. Yeah, just keep reading. Ugh, okay, fine. For I will go through the land of Egypt in the night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and animal. Strike it, strike it, strike it. Against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am Yahweh. Oh, this is interesting. This is the first time he's referenced like the judging gods. the gods of Egypt. Yeah, That's Look, really he's a judgy man. He's a judgy, judgy boy. But clearly. I mean, he's acknowledging other gods exist. It's true. Oh. He's not. Yeah, he's not pretending that they don't exist or like that they're fascinating. Yes. He's just like I'm the best one. He's like I'm going to have some strong words with these gods. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. The blood shall be to you for a token on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Pass and there over. shall be no pass over. Oh. Pass over. So wait, do they put like blood and shit on their houses? On their houses? Emily, rooms? we literally just read this. They're putting it on the door frame, remember? I know, but I didn't know if like that was a modern day thing. Oh. Oh, I see. You were asking about no, people don't I mean most people don't. Actually you were the ones who were like, "Do you know there? what Passover is? Have you been to a Passover?" At blah, least, blah, blah. okay. At least in America, I don't think a lot of people physically slaughter a lamb and put the blood on well, their. I don't door frame. It's a lot of symbolic things now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will pass over you, and there shall be no plague, and there shall no plague be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be to you for a memorial and you shall keep it a feast to Yahweh throughout your generations you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever see and they do that's passover so just the one oh, time yeah, was you don't the blood eat very to not... much right well what was that? that's oh dear what did you say is this the one where people fast uh <sighs> Honestly, when I've dated Jews in the past, I've only ever joined for like the eating portions of Passover. Um, so <laughs> I'm hungry. So I don't know. Are you looking okay. it up, Chase? Yes. Yeah. The it's the the fast of the firstborn. Um, it's a unique fast day in only Judaism, the firstborn? which usually falls on the day before Passover. So yeah, I guess sometimes people will fast the day before this. This doesn't seem to be in the Bible that we have here, though, that we're reading. Okay. But I mean, God did set up the Passover right here. God's like, I'm going to do this thing this one time. And then every year after this, on this month, on this day, you're going to do this thing again in remembrance of this. Cool. Okay. All right. So seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Mmm. <laughs> Even the first day you shall put away yeast out of your houses. For whoever eats leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. Wow. And yeah. the yeah, geez. Okay. Chill. In the first day there shall be to your holy convocation. And in uh, the seventh convocation, what is that? Uh, I've never heard that word in my life. <laughs> Are you lying or are you not I'm, No, lying? I'm not lying. Okay, convocation. It's a large formal assembly of people. So kind of like, or it's the action of calling people together for a large formal assembly. So kind of like a congregation, I guess. But okay. a convocation. Sure. Okay. Yes. And in the seventh day, a holy convocation, no matter of work, shall be done in them, except that which every man must eat, that only may be done by you. You shall observe the feast of the unleavened bread. Ew. 
It's just like a shit ton of crackers. <laughs> mm, I mean, those crackers are so good. Matzo, matzo, yeah, not matzo. so bad. I no, actually I know, really I like. Know. I like unleavened. I like bread, matzo. But... Yeah, it's good. I I like it, but like I not can, like I can a attest, feast of no, matzo. I can attest that Jace could eat crackers for days. It's true. No, no joke. No joke. You're talking about these tortilla chips that you got over there, and I'm hungry for them. I want some tortilla chips. They don't got that in China? Shit. <laughs> okay. For in the same day have I brought your hosts out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall you observe this day throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the 21st day of the month at evening. He is really specific, guys. He is really, really specific. Yeah. Welcome to the Old Testament God. Yeah, wow, okay. Seven days shall there be no yeast found in your houses. Just get rid of it. Jeez, get it out of there. Throw it in the garbage. For whoever eats that which is leavened, that soul, shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a sojourner. Sojourner. (laughs) That's a hard word. Sojourner. Or one who is born in the land. You shall eat nothing leavened. Nothing. Remember, nothing. No leavened will be had. In all your habitations, you shall eat unleavened bread. Yeah, okay, I think we God. need to we, drink a we couple times because of all that repetition. We got it, God. Yeah, seriously. I like this in all your habitations. I want to be like, would you like to come over to my habitation tonight? This habitation, <laughs> that habitation. Oh, you have a beautiful habitation. I love what you've done with it. Yeah, it's a, what a beautiful habitation. There's a lot more of this chapter to go, just so <sighs> Okay, okay, know. okay, we're going, we're going. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Draw out and take lambs according to your families and kill them. Kill the Passover. You shall take a bunch of his, his, hyssop. Hyssop. Uh-huh. What, what is that word? Hyssop? Hyssop, it's like a, hyssop. It's like a plant. Like an herb. Okay. Yeah. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel, tiny little lintel, but it's a lintel, and the two-sided posts with the blood that is in the basin, and none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. For Yahweh will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel, And on the two side posts, Yahweh will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. Dang, who be the destroyer? It's got to be one of Yahweh's like spirit henchmen. Subordinates? Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, must be. Dang. You shall observe this thing for an ordinance to you and to your sons forever. It shall happen when you have come to the land which Yahweh will give you according as he has promised that you shall keep this service. It will happen when your children ask you, what do you mean by this service? (laughs) That you shall say, it is the sacrifice of Yahweh's Passover who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and spared our houses. The people bowed their heads and worshiped. I'm sure they did. The children of Israel went and did so, as Yahweh had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. It happened at midnight that Yahweh struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. Jeez. Things Mean. are really going bad for that guy in the dungeon. I know. Like, what did yeah, that, that guy sucks. do? He was yeah. an Egyptian. Yeah. Hmm. So wait a minute. By struck, does he mean murder? Yeah. 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 They did. Yeah. They all did. Shit. Okay. Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt. Oh, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. (gasps) He called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, rise up. Get out from among my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go serve Yahweh as you have said. Take both your flocks and your herds as you have said, and be gone and bless me also. The Egyptians were urgent with the people and sent them out of the land in haste, for they said, We are all dead men. Jeez. 
I guess they are. The people took their dough. <laughs> like money or their dough? Like their actual dough. Their actual dough. Oh, before it was leavened. So they didn't put it in their leavening drawer. No. <laughs> that, have you guys seen Great British Baking own? Show? I they have a leavening drawer. They have a leavening drawer. Okay. It's soup's great. Okay. Great. Awesome. Yes. So people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading troughs being bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. The children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they asked of the Egyptians jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and clothing. Yahweh gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have what they ask. They despoiled the Egyptians. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, this, is, or, this is never anything that was taught to me was that they also took what? a bunch of stuff from the Egyptians on their way out. But that it was given to them. That's the weird part. It's like, like <laughs> the Egyptians were cool and were like, yeah, you guys were our friends. Like, take these, I guess. I Like, it's weird, right? It is odd. I've yeah. never, it's weird. this was yeah. never explained to me at all. No. They despoiled them, but like, because they gave it to them willingly. Well, I guess yeah. the idea, though, is that Yahweh kind of magicked it up so that the Egyptians would give it to them willingly. Or maybe they were also scared of them. They were like, ah, okay, maybe. take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. clearly trying to hold anything back from you is going to get us punished. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. The children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, Succoth. About 600,000 on foot Whoa. who were men, besides children. Six so no, no women? Thousand. I think on that's foot who were men. thousand men. So we could assume there's also a large number of women and children. But yeah, who cares so that would imply like over, over a million, million people. people. That's a ton of people. Yeah. Whoa. Dang. Well, that's why it's, it's a hard because... Because at least from what I've read, and I'm sure people will take issue with this, but like this is just what I've read is that like it's they haven't found a lot of archaeological evidence, especially for a mass exodus of this size, you know, Mm. like where it's like a million people. Yeah. One point two million people leaving all of a sudden would definitely leave something behind in the archaeological record, you know. Right. Yeah. Mm. Huh. But they haven't really found that. But I thought this was a story. Yeah, this is, we're, we're here to read yes, a story. We are reading a story. Yep. That's true. All right. Okay. A mixed multitude went up also with them, with flocks, herds, and even very much cattle. <laughs> <laughs> they baked unleavened cakes of the dough which they brought forth out of Egypt, for it wasn't leavened <laughs> because they were thrust out of Egypt and couldn't wait Neither had they prepared for themselves any food. I bet these unleavened cakes were real tasty. Well, you know, with hard tack when you're on the road, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Now the time that the children of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. Dang. Yeah. That's a long time. A lot of generations. Yeah. Yeah. It happened at the end of 430 years, even the same day it happened, that all the hosts of Yahweh went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be much observed to Yahweh for bringing them out from the land of Egypt. This is that night of Yahweh to be much observed of all the children of Israel throughout their generations. I'm imagining the movie version where we've now pulled out of the story, which we were like seeing in the flames of the fire. And now Emily is like the storyteller sitting around the campfire with the children, you know, telling them this story. And this very night is the night when we (laughs) celebrate, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Yahweh said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. There shall be no foreigner eat of it. But every man's servant who is brought for money when you have circumcised him, then shall he eat of it. Yeah, a sojourner bought, bought for okay. money, not brought for money. So no bought foreigners, for money. but people you have bought as slaves and you've circumcised them, then they can eat it. Okay. A sojourner and a hired servant shall not eat of it. In one house shall it be eaten. You shall not carry forth anything of the flesh abroad out of the house Neither shall you break a bone of it. 
all the congregation of Israel shall keep it. When a stranger shall sojourn with you. <laughs> stranger shall sojourn with you. Wow, that's hard to say. Too many S's. <laughs> And will keep the Passover to Yahweh, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one who is born in the land, but no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. I cannot reiterate If your enough. penis is not circumcised, then damn you. No foreskinned okay. people shall eat of this food. God, Gosh. how do they even know? How would they know? Got to check. Be like, hey, Only I see you want to find out. take a bite Ugh. of that. Why don't you show me your uh, credentials there? <laughs> I can't even, okay? This is not cool. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Question. Okay, if, if this is a big thing in America, but a lot of like Britons and Europeans are not circumcised. So they just like, don't care about this part of the Bible or what? No, Jews, Jews get circumcised. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, but but even some if you're Christians European, don't. Yeah, but it's more important to the Jewish faith than it is to the Christian faith. Yeah, I think that's more it that like. More but Jace was Christian, right? That's the thing. It's like in America, Christians and even non-Christians will still circumcise, whereas I think in a lot of other countries they don't do that unless it's very specifically like a part of their faith, like this. Yeah. Okay. So this is like a classic example of picking and choosing regarding the Bible. Well, uh, right? okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what? I'm yeah, just yes, asking. Yeah. I'm asking a yeah, question. Yeah, definitely. But the way that it's kind of interpreted is that these are kind of the laws that Yahweh handed down to the Jews. And when we get to the New Testament, when Jesus Christ shows up, the rules kind of change. And hence it's yeah. That's where this is a whole can of worms of debate, and we and I'm that's the th okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. I'm excited to continue this conversation though, but that's a great thing to bring up, and let's keep that in okay. mind as we keep reading. Okay, fine. We're almost there. One law shall be to him who is born at home, and to the stranger who sojourns among you. Thus did all the children of Israel. Don't know what that just meant. As Yahweh commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. It happened the same day that Yahweh brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. So we're going out of Egypt. We're, we're out. We're leaving it. We're going. We out. We gone. <laughs> we out. We got to do this whole Passover thing first. And let me tell you, I kind of wish I'd read ahead and known that, that we were covering Passover this episode because I would have tried to uh, contact a Passover specialist. Yeah, it would so have been that good we, to know what we were We would about. not sound so ignorant as we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe for a bonus episode. You know, as I cobble together fragments of knowledge that I've gleaned just from having Jewish friends and boyfriends over the years. Right. Yeah, I I'm mean, like, I, I've had that as well, but... I'm like reaching back in my mind to like being at, you know, Jewish friends' houses for holidays and being like, did we fast? Did we not? Like, <laughs> did did, we, that's did, the thing. I'm like, did, did, they you, seem, did you not? I don't know. Did they check my penis? Did they, they did do that for sure. That was uh, <laughs> obviously maybe not, maybe not connected to the holiday, but that was also examined. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. We do not need to get into wow. personal history this in detail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Well. I'm excited to find out what happens next. That was a lot. That was a long section yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> long Seriously. time. Long My goodness. Time. Okay, Emily, what do you think is going to happen next time? I think we are going to start our journey of letting our people go. And, <laughs> uh -huh. and that means that, uh, I don't know, we're like, we're moving, we're walking, we're talking, we're, we're going out of Israel, and hopefully the Ten Commandments will come soon. Yeah, hopefully. I actually have no idea how soon that's going to happen. By Israel, I mean Egypt. Yeah, you did. I was going to let you get away with it. Yeah. I have no I have no idea how soon it happens because, again, all of this is this story has mostly been curated for me, where it's kind of like we skip oh. past the boring parts or the weird parts or the parts we can't quite ex explain to give just kind of the important story beats. Right. I don't, uh, even, I don't even know the order that things happen from here on out. I'm like... Yeah, for uh, all I know, it could be 20 more chapters before the Ten Commandments. Right? It, yeah, I have no clue. <sighs> yeah. But we're going to find out, and then we will know. Yeah. We're going to have the real information right here from the source. 
We will. You're right. You're right. I'm excited. So, all right. We can't wait to see you next time on this lovely Moses Day. <laughs> Happy can't Moses wait. Day. Happy, Happy Moses Day, everybody. <laughs> Come with us on this journey. Peace. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Jace Lindgren, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the, the, the. The theme song for the book of Exodus is Our Story Begins by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Yeah.